When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Domsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko. And, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. As we reflect on what just transpired today at Wimbledon, the biggest news of the day uh, by far, Stefano Sitipas crashes out of Wimbledon yet again in the first round, but this time in straight sets to Francis TFO. Probably worse than the other one uh, against Fabiano. I thought today he just never looked comfortable from the first set to the third Credit to Francis TFO. We can talk about him at the end, maybe, but I thought he yeah. was class. But on Sitipas, it was a lackluster performance. It just had nothing about it. It was spineless at times. I think it was, for me, just something which is very reminiscent of the old Sitipas. Um, you can probably point fingers at a lot of different variables. Obviously, it's on grass. He doesn't do very well here. Um, he's obviously mentally a little bit exhausted considering he's played so much tennis this season, a lot of it on clay courts. He got to a Roland Garros final. He's dealing with, it's the first match back, right, since the final of Roland Garros. Yeah. So he's dealing with that um, exhaustion physically, mentally. Uh, two sets up he was and he lost a Grand Slam, big, biggest match of his career. But then you try and make all the excuses, but it's been a long time since then. What, 15 days, I think, 16 days. And you'd expect him to be in a better place than what he was today. He just looked like he's never played on grass before. He couldn't find any rhythm. The forehand was bad. He was shanking it off the backhand, just like just like he used to always. Um, his dad tried getting involved and he got a warning for coaching, I think, yep. more than on one on more than one occasion. Yep. And it was just a terrible day in the office and people were trying to defend him and certain things, but I think his attitude was probably the worst thing out of everything. It's You can have bad days. You can lose. No problems with that. Even in straight sets, France is a good player. It's the way you lose. And he lost sulking. He was walking around the court, especially in the third set, sulking. And he just didn't look like he was 
I know the commentator kept saying, oh, he's such a calm persona. But for me, it looked more like sulking rather than being calm. I, it just looked like he had sort of uh, run out of answers, really. Uh, his, he couldn't get his game going today. It was a real sort of a sad sight on court. Uh, just see him walking around. I don't think he knew where to get the answers from. He All of the sort of chances, and I, was, I mess, sent you a message during the match, and I just said, Francis is sort of there for the taking right now. He's sort of giving him opportunities to come back into the match on multiple occasions. He was giving him second serves. He was missing volleys at the net and just putting himself onto juice on easy putaways, Francis TFO, and giving Sitapas attempts to hit at the ball. And his backhand was just misfiring every time. Mm. I mean, a couple of times it, it did hit a nice clean winner, but more often than not, it was just misfiring. I don't think the preparation, there was no preparation for the grass courts. Yeah. Francis TFO, he's played three grass court tournaments leading up to this Wimbledon. He won a challenger. He in won Nottingham. Birmingham. Was it Birmingham? Was it not Nottingham, yeah. Well, oh. yeah. Yeah, he won in Nottingham. He beat uh, Dennis Kudler in the okay. final in Nottingham. And then he went to, uh, I believe it was Queens that he was playing, lost to Denis Shapovalov. And uh, then he went, no, yeah, then he went to Eastbourne, lost to Liam Brody. Well, we can get it up, maybe. Let's have a little look, head to yeah, head yeah. rather than... Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, was just, I was just reading through it off uh, another page. Uh, anyway, yeah, you can see here all of the all of the grass court tennis that Francis has played uh, leading up. And this is <coughs> that's not a good... Uh, way to build yourself up to Wimbledon. He's a good grass court player, Francis CFO, and you can't take anyone lightly. Um, there was a chance he would have to play someone like this, and Tsitsipas wasn't ready. There's no other way about it. He, he wasn't ready to play somebody who had played this much grass court tennis, and Francis is a good player on his day. He played great today. Yeah, he wasn't ready at all. But for me, it wasn't even all of that. It was this, his attitude. He just looked so... Um like a brat, like a, just being very brattish on court. Just, you could tell his, like, his attitude, it stunk. His, his head was down. It's like he felt like he was just too good. He, did, he didn't really care. A bit blasé, walked off the court afterwards. It just, he wasn't seeing him getting angry at himself. He wasn't visibly trying to change anything. He just was sulking and just letting, just, a, I'm not playing well. I'm not, I'm not used to this. TFI is playing better than me. I'm just going to get off here as quick as possible. There wasn't any fight. I don't know if I'm going to go up a little bit, but we can see the point by, or not even the point, oh, just a set breakdown. Um, sure. You can see six, what was it? Just not not the point by point, sorry, just the set. So yeah, six, four, six, four, six, three. There wasn't a fight. There was nothing. Well, you look at the stats as well, mate. Uh, you look at the statistics, 15 aces to one double fault and TFO three double faults. And you look at some of the service stats. Sitapas wasn't serving badly either, uh, especially in some of in in the I think it was the back end of the third set. He was actually mm. serving quite well, and he was getting his service games done in about a minute and a half, two minutes. Yep. And it goes to TFOs. He was on I think he was on juice a lot of yeah. the time. In let me go to just show you the point by point. You can see here. You can see the TFO service games. Yeah, they're all they're long. And yeah. he was getting the opportunity every time. He had the break points there at five, uh, what was it, four, three, to break back. To I, level... a, I don't know if you're going to go back to the stats. That's a good point. If you look at the actual um, break point conversion, it was quite telling. So uh, break point saved. Is this the match or just the set, mate? Sorry, apologies. 
So yeah, break yeah. point save. He made fifty percent of them. He 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 saved. So and TFO seven out of seven. He saved all of them. Yeah. Saved every break point opportunity, and that is that was the big difference here today. Uh, Sit to pass carved out. They carved out the same amount of break points almost. Um, the difference was Sitter, um TFO took half of them, and Tittapass took none of them. He didn't play the big shots very well, and TFO had a little mm. bit more bottle when it really counted. A lot because more. I know people are saying, "Oh, TFO played great." There wasn't even regardless of that. Tittapass dropping down his level and Tittapass playing great. I think they just met in the middle. There wasn't like a massive leap of "Oh, Tittapass is not going to be able to compete there." They played at the same level, but TFI was able to make take opportunities better than Sitterpass did, whereas he bottled the big ones and couldn't get any breaks. I think it's just all down to preparation, though. I think it's he would TFO knew what to expect when he stepped onto the grass court. He knew how the ball was going to bounce. He he seemed to be really ready for when the ball was coming to him and he was hitting winners off of uh, Pass's second serves and stuff, like yep. easy winners, and the ball would come to him and it was just clean hitting from TFO. Pass, you saw him, it was like he didn't know the height the ball was going to bounce. There was a, The backhand was all up and down, into the net, misfiring shank. Like They finished with a shank, didn't he, on, the, yep. on match point. It, it just never got going. That's I think it's just all preparation. Obviously, people are going to say, yeah, is he lost his grandmother. I, I think it's obviously going to take some effect. I've, I feel terrible that he had to yeah. find out the information before Roland Garros, a minute before he played the final. I just don't know if that was the cause of him doing badly well, here today, though. Maybe we can give him a bit of a, 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 a less rough time because we don't know. We know there's a lot of things that go on in personal lives and it's yeah. definitely would have been really hard for him. And maybe that is part of the reason why he was a bit out of sorts today. I don't think it's that career ending what happened today. I think no. he's going to be back. He'll be back at Wimbledon. And next year, at the end of the day, he's contended to win it again. Although he's not played well, I think he's still that good of a tennis player. He will be back. He's tw- he's young. So young. We don't even realise how young. Was it 22 still? 22. Um, and that's just ridiculous. He's going to be a Grand Slam champion 100%. I'm guaranteed of it. Um, just a matter of when. And it's just another disappointing one. My only big gripe was the attitude. He just looked like a spoiled brat on court. I didn't like it. I thought you can at least go down fighting, uh, have a show a bit more respect to the tournament and the fans and everyone else. But maybe it was just me who thought that. I don't think many people thought this was just me. I just, that's how I I felt of it. I got a different sort of vibe from him today. And it, you normally, like you even said it, Oh, his, his dad's been very quiet today, and is like in in like emotion wise. And Sitapas looked very contained with his emotion. There wasn't like he wasn't. There was no outbursts. There was no. There was no anything coming out of him. Well, it was his dad like, did. His dad it, got done for coaching. Yeah, but that was just coaching. I mean, there was no like he was no. He didn't have any outbursts of like he didn't go into a, like a like an anger or a, like a there was no big emotions from either of them it was just a very subdued and he seemed very within himself to pass mm. i don't know what it was like there was like bottled in like he didn't want to let it anything out and it and, and you could see he was concerned you could see the look in his eye like i've got match points against me now and i don't really know what to do uh, yeah. i don't feel like i can win and that's what it just seemed like he was defeated. That was what it seemed like. And he didn't know what the answer was. I just was sad to see, to be honest, because 
we obviously had him going far in the tournament. We've seen him play so well this year, and we just want him to do well. And that that's that's all it is, really. Yeah. Uh, just was sad, sad to see uh, one of the greatest players this year so far go out so early on. Uh, just hopefully, if it's uh, something to do with a, a mental thing with him or something that he's dealing with in his personal life, I hope it's sorted soon. That's all I can say for him. Yeah, looking at the draw, it sort of opened it up quite nicely now. So you've got TFO playing Pospisil in the next round. Um, I think it's a difficult one to call. I think TFO probably be favourite now, but Pospisil could cause some damage. And then yeah. they'll probably play. Um, it's difficult to see here because it's don't have a very good draw up, but it'd be Hatchinoff or whoever he plays. I think someone yeah. playing right now. But uh, Hatchinoff's yeah. already rubbing his hands together because he was able to get through McDonald. Now he won't have to be able to face if he wins the next match. He won't be playing Sitter Pass. And I wouldn't have given him any chance for that. But just on TFO, his first win against someone in the top five. Mate, um, impressive. Biggest win of his career. The crowd were really supporting him. They was loving him. I remember him. I, I watched his uh, interview after the match as well. And the crowd were just lapping it up. They were loving it. Uh, and he was he was enjoying it as well. Good few little jokes exchanged between the two. And and uh, as Universal Human said, TFO's only 23 as well. We yeah. feel like he's a lot older because he had such a great junior career. Then he sort of died off and fizzled off a little bit. But he's back and he seemed very confident about the way he's playing. He believe, he's he got a lot of self-belief. And why not? Why can't TFO have a little run here at Wimbledon? Mate, I think it's possible. Uh, I think his best result here, was it four, fourth round or maybe third round before? Uh, he's he's looked good here in the past. I think his last showing here, he might have gone out first round to Fanini in five or something like that, I think. But he he's good on this surface. It suits his game very well, Francis TFO. And I know that we've been harsh critics of the guy, but he has the tools to do it. It's just for him just inconsistency throughout his uh, career since he came onto the scene. Everyone thought, oh, he's going to be like one of these next gen, like battling for the top 10. He yeah. just fell away. And, uh, was expecting to be a bit of a superstar, but as Universal Human says, credit to him uh, because he has lost a bit of weight. I don't know if you noticed he was mm. getting a bit uh, podgier, but he's lost, he's lost some kilos and he's looking good for it. He's looking strong. I don't know if you saw his um, celebration afterwards. He just pulled his, rolled his uh, sleeves down and just flex his biceps to the crowd. <laughs> Why not, mate? I always think it's a bit uh, interesting when I watch TFO play. It seems like when, in between points, he has a very like interesting walk. Like it's like a almost almost like a he's limping or so. Like I don't know yeah. what he, he sort of walks around in a very unusual way in between points to make me think. Oh, has he got like some sort of injury? No, no, it's just the way he just like moves around the court and then when he gets into the rally he's fine it just yeah. seems when he's walking it's just a very different style but maybe it works for him hopefully it does hopefully we get to see the best of him in this Wimbledon yeah mate well I don't know if there's much more else we can really bring on this matter I know we just wanted to cover no. it quickly just to give you our reaction on it but uh, it's just a quick one we've had a very long day of it um, I'm not sure how much tennis we can even bring you tomorrow with work commitments and stuff we'll try our best yeah even if we can just squeeze a podcast out at some yeah. point tomorrow uh even if we can't do a live match but we will be back uh for sure on when is it wednesday yeah for definitely yeah. on wednesday 
But uh, if we can't bring you a match, we'll definitely bring you a podcast tomorrow just to uh, yeah. wrap some stuff up and uh, give you our reaction. Yeah, just to do the last little final wrap-up on, on today. Uh, I'm going to make it short. Just some of the results. I just want to know what your initial reaction is to some of them. Uh, sure. so a few sentences. So, Kudla beating Fakina. Out of this world, mate. I so chuffed for him. I think, yeah, shows hard work on the grass courts prior to Wimbledon pays off again. He was in the final against TFO uh, and lost to him in the challengers. So, yeah. Kevin Anderson, 41 aces. Yeah, mind blowing. <laughs> Kane Djokovic, repeat Keep... of a final in 2018, next round. Love to see it, mate. Roll back the years. Rublev found a way. Looked very good in the end. 6-1, 6-2 in the last few sets. Could this be his tournament? And, and of course, no Sinner. So Sinner mm. would be on a crash course to meet him. That's not going to happen anymore. Martin Fuksovic, what's his chances going to look, look, look like now? He lost to the... Fuksovic won in four sets today. <laughs> it's, it's fine as long as he doesn't meet Rublev, I think. <laughs> but, but, Which he will one. be, so... <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Well, hopefully for him, he doesn't have to meet Rublev. Because I know that uh, this is sort of his bogey player, isn't it? I don't think he does well against them. Played him about yeah. six times this year. He's sick of the sight of him. Quetfa straight sets. Love that, mate. I think Quetfa, maybe it was a dark horse that nobody picked up on. Yeah, the dark horse, which everyone ignored for some weird reason, including myself. Uh, Batista are good. The semi-finalist won. Beat Milman, not in five, but in four. Looked yeah. very good. Yeah, it was impressive. I th- we thought we both thought it'd go to five. Didn't. Well played to him. Hatchinov, he showed some mental resolve. But well done yeah. to him. Uh, any other ones of note? Oh, yeah. mate, we got to bring it up because I know that you you probably want to have a small rant uh, just about it. I know it was still playing when we finished the Murray match. Heather Watson has gone out, unfortunately, uh, to... Uh, to Arn, and it was 8-6 after she was, what was that? She had match point at 5-4 up, uh, yeah, and lost, unfortunately. I can't say anything positive, which won't offend people, if I'm honest. Uh, Heather Watson is the gift what doesn't keep giving. She just keeps <laughs> disappointing because she gets so close and just can't seem to get things over the line. I watched her the other week in Eastbourne against uh, Savantec, absolutely demolishing her all of a sudden realized she's winning and thought oh i can't play tennis anymore and just went into a shell and lost it and eager got enough confidence to come back she's got all the potential really good play exciting to watch um when there's nothing at stake the moment something's at stake crumbles uh and and too weak no good very disappointing losing to Anne, who's not played much on grass at all don't even know if she has heather watson's been preparing she's been ready she won the first set 6-2 and ultimately bottled it again. Um, not a good result for her. On a brighter note on the women's, you look at uh, Katie, uh, is it Katie Bolter? I thought she did well to get through yeah. that in the end. But she faced some adversity, a bit maybe a bit too much adversity. Standout woman for me, though, was Muguruza today. I thought she was the best yeah, in the bunch. 6-love, <laughs> 6-1. Nearly Scary. a double bagel as well, that one. Uh, she just escapes the double I mean, bagel. I kind of wish I didn't. I had her in my final, but I don't. Yeah. So I, I sort of wish I did as well, but I have her in the semis, which... Uh, sort oh, that's of pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I know. I wish I had her in my top five, if I'm honest, but I was a bit... Tentative, mate. Well, I liked Rabakina. She she did well. She yep. got a bagel today as well, but she wasn't playing anybody that I consider good on grass. Madlenovic. She's yep. 
she's not a good grass court player. So. And of course, the final one we need to talk about, Kvitova. Yeah. We both had her going far. You had her going to the final. I think I had semi-final. Sloane Stevens. what about her? She looked she looked really, really good, but very well played from her. She could have a nice little run. Kvitova is really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it is super disappointing, mate. I mean, especially Kvitova. She's the one who's actually had the grass court warm-up in Bad Homburg. And Sloane Stevens is her first grass court match. You didn't expect that to be coming. Sloane's got it in her locker, though. We know that she, which, what she's capable of on her day. We just didn't realise this was going to be her day. Yeah. And it turns out, well, she did all right in the French Open. She got, what, through three rounds? She went out to the eventual winner, Barbara Krajikova. So maybe there was a writing on the wall there. She only got beaten by the battle. She got bageled by Krajikova in that one. But who who knows? This is a weird tournament, mate. I think you might have picked it right. Uh, maybe some youth is going to come through and maybe a few random older players like Madison Keys as well doing well. Uh, I think... Madison Keys and Sloan Stevens might shock a lot of people in this tournament. Yeah, agreed. Um, but we'll wrap it up there. We had a few shocks today. Kavita, Sitapas are the pick of the bunch. Sitapas will be back stronger, no doubt. I don't want to be too harsh on him. He's had some turbulent times with a passing of his grandmother and obviously the, the loss against Djokovic. I think that's going to have some battle scars. He was two sets up and ended up losing that one. It can happen against Novak Djokovic. So I don't think he should beat himself up too much. Today, TFO was the better man, deserved to win from minute one. Um, unfortunately, we don't get to cover any of pass at Wimbledon for another year. But next year, he's going to be there. We're going to be covering him, no doubt. So hopefully he can have a better show him. Yeah, mate, I was going to say, remember, obviously, when he had that devastating defeat at the US Open to Borna Chorich? He, he, it took him a couple of months to, to actually get back in the swing of things. He, he obviously, I think he lost a couple of matches early rounds in hardcore matches after that. And then you saw the run that he went on when he got his confidence back. He did well in Australia. He did well in Roland Garros. And uh, he's done well. He would have possibly done well in this tournament had he not lost in the fashion he did in Roland Garros. But... Maybe it's going to take a little bit of time to recover again. We'll see him for the US Open, I'm sure, and hopefully back to his best again. I'm sure it will be. He's a, I think grass is definitely the worst surface. It's kind of confirmed for him now. He's a clay court, and then he can play a bit on hard as well. Um, yeah, but I still think there's a room for him in the grass court. Uh, not swing. as much. Clay, he's, he's brilliant on clay. He's another level. I just think he needs. He just needs to practice on it. I just don't think he he had any warm up on it. I think if he did and he dedicated a bit more time to it, obviously we're in weird times. There's no time. He got to the final of Roland Garros, and I'm sure if he had to pick, well, having a little run in Wimbledon, he wouldn't know where he would finish or get into the final and nearly beating Djokovic in Roland Garros. I'm sure you know what he's going to pick every time. So. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap anyway. it up. We'll be back yeah. tomorrow, guys. Uh, if you haven't already, like this video, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see you guys very soon for more Wimbledon action. Cheers, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.